Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Yes, Peter. 
Hallelujah. Fantastic. Come, let's provide the offering. Wow. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. Fantastic, fantastic. Wow. Nice to see you. Faithful Christians. Hallelujah. If the rapture was to happen tonight in this whole church, only the, only the few of you will go to heaven. That's what people don't know. At the sound of the trumpet, you must be ready when I come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wonderful. It's been a while. What did you say? You have good news? You have good news. I carry tidings from the Lord. Hallelujah. I preach good news. Hallelujah. That's all. An evangelist. I preach good news. Hallelujah. Well, by the grace of God, one is back. But you know, I'd rather next time they clap for you, not clap for me. See? No, no, seriously. Why don't you do what I do so that they can also clap for you? That's, that's what I'm trying to see. <laughs> hmm? Next time you also do what I do so that they'll clap for you. Hallelujah. That's all. Nothing that I do. Greater things that you do. Hallelujah. So always talk, oh, Reverend, you do what you do. Reverend, you, you try, you, you do very well. Also, let's, let's, let's say the same thing about you also. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I went to Ghana, and from Ghana, Accra, I went to Johannesburg. Jobek, all for church conferences. Hallelujah. And uh, it was good. Grace of God was there. The church is beautiful. God is working. And, um, you know, one thing that I saw that um, was an eye opener and also made me a little bit, made me a little bit sad was that really, 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 people are working for the Lord out there. America, we are sleeping. Sleeping. You are proud. You are sleeping. People are really working for the Lord. People are really, really working for the Lord. You can see that there's a certain energy and a certain zeal for the work of God. Hallelujah. Not the ones that we see here. That people have been in church for many years. It's still pastor needs to beg them. It's sad. It's really sad. When you go out there, you can see that, hey, if the Lord comes. People are really working for the Lord. Hallelujah. From sunrise to sunset, people are going, people are volunteering. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. And, also, I, 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 and I'm serious. You can see that we are really, I went around, I went to Ghana, and I went to South Africa, Jobek. 
And when I say people, I don't mean pastors. I mean ordinary Christians. Hallelujah. So we need to wake up. I say we need to wake up. Yeah, we need to wake up. Matthew 6, 16, 24. You really need to wake up. Matthew 16, 24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, if any man, if any man, without an exemption, we sing. I want to follow Jesus. That's what we say. I want to follow Jesus. I want to follow Jesus. Jesus, the love of my soul. Jesus, where will be? I want to be. He said, no problem. This is what I want you. If you want to follow me, deny yourself. Take up his cross and follow me. If any man, hallelujah. No, no. He didn't say if a pastor wants to follow after me. He didn't say if a worship leader wants to come after me. He didn't say if a married man. He said if any man, universal, you want to want to come after me, let him deny himself. Let him. Let him. Not, not let somebody deny him. You see, let's move away from the Christianity whereby you do something because somebody is pushing you. Let him. You yourself deny yourself. You yourself take up your cross. You yourself follow me. Not that there are rules and regulations and sanctions. Hallelujah. Let him. If any man wants to come after me, you want to be a follower of Jesus, then deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow him. Hallelujah. If any man wants to come after me, any man, doesn't matter what type of nationality you are or your profession, if you want to come after me, hallelujah. So let's talk about working for God. Amen. I'm, I'm being serious. How many want to work for God? You want to work for God? Are you serious? Some of your hands are down because you don't want to work for God. You want to work for God? Do you want to work for God? You want to follow Jesus? Then deny yourself. He said, if any man, hallelujah, wants to come after me, amen. Let's talk about the Christian worker. You see, the first thing I want to say is that to work for God it is voluntarily. Hallelujah. A good Christian. He says, if any man, you want to serve God well, I, I, I'm, I'm not talking about, you see, I can talk about more, you see, I'm not talking about being a jolly jolly, work for God. 
Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Working for God is voluntary. It is not a job that somebody can pay you for. Hallelujah. If you have to be paid to work for God, you cannot work for him. Because he that loveth silver shall never be satisfied with silver. Hallelujah. You work for God because you love him. Amen. And say, you must deny yourself. So, if somebody has to force, you see, what does it mean to deny, deny yourself? Deny yourself that you must say that, look, this evening I'm not going home, I'm coming to church. If I have to tell you don't go home and come to church, then I'm forcing you. That's not working for God. You must deny yourself. Hallelujah. You must deny yourself. Uh, I, I, I have a, an outreach on Saturday. So Friday, I am not, I'm sleeping early. Deny. If I have to force you to do that, then no, that's not, then you are not a disciple. If any man wants to come after me, he must deny himself. The denial must come from you, not from me. Hallelujah. Deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You are surprised at my message, the message that I came back with, right? But that's the message you need. I tell you, the church is asleep. The church in America is asleep. No sacrifice at all. Zero sacrifice. Hallelujah. But I tell you, we need to wake up. Take up your cross and follow him. And, and I'm, the first thing I said, it's voluntarily. Hallelujah. Look at this verse in uh, Hebrews. Hebrews 16. Hebrews 16. It's very interesting. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. It's a labor of love. You labor out of love, not out of compulsion. God, that's the one that God does not forget. If you labor out of compulsion, God forgets. He doesn't remember. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which you have showed towards his name in that you ministered to the saints and do minister. You minister to the saints and do minister. And you do it out of love. It's a labor of love. It's a voluntary work and a, a good volunteer is somebody who works from his heart. Yeah. You work from your heart. Labor of love. Labor of love. It's a labor of love. It's not a labor of uh, being paid back. It's not a labor of self -reco being recognized. It's not a labor of being praised. It's a labor of love. Whether you are seen, whether you are not seen, whether they appreciate or not appreciate, you do it out of love. 
is not unrighteous. And the Bible says, when you do that, God is not unrighteous. God does not forget. God does not forget. Because what was driving you was love. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. What was making you do? Come, set up, outreach, preach, evangelize, witness. It's because of love. When you do it, God doesn't forget that one. Hallelujah. Yeah. So sometimes our, <coughs> our inability to sacrifice or work for God is also a reflection of the amount of love we have for him. Are you hearing me? Labor of love. Labor of love. I saw people laboring for God with love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you going here? I'll buy my own ticket. I'll help. I'll pay for this. People laboring with love. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I said, God, God is not unrighteous at all. God doesn't forget that one. You know, to be honest with you, the symbol for Christianity is the cross. Hallelujah. The symbol for Christianity is the cross. Hallelujah. Sometimes you see people have the, the stick of a fish and all those. That's not Christianity. The symbol for Christianity is the cross. And the cross represents sacrifice. Hallelujah. Yeah. The cross represents sacrifice. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why you must do it voluntarily. Voluntarily, and I'm really, I'm, you see, it's a labor of love. It's voluntary. Don't do anything under compulsion. Hallelujah. That is number one. And two, as you struggle to work for God, ask yourself, do I really love Him? Look, I can say another thing. Maybe I'll tell you something. Just, just to give a light. Sometimes the reason why the reason why our zeal has gone down, our love has gone down, is because of sin. We are living in sin. Sin is at the doorstep. Sin. We'll talk about we'll talk about next time more. Sometimes it's a reflection of how much sin you are in. Hallelujah. Sometimes, sometimes some people say, just sin. Yeah. So a certain love, a certain affection has gone down because sin has clouded you. You don't see him, you don't see God the way you see him anymore. You don't feel him anymore. What made Adam stop tilling the ground in the garden that God had given to him? God gave him work. What made Adam stop working? Sin. Suddenly, 
he left the garden. He ran away. Before that, he was working happily. So sometimes, the reason why people don't work happily in the church, because sin has crept in. They are, living, they are leading a sinful life. And I tell you, next time I get a micro- microphone, I'll talk to you about the consequences of sin. Sin is not benign at all. Be careful. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Labor of love. Let's love God. Amen. It requires, it's a labor of love. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Ah, It's a labor of love. (coughs) You must demonstrate that you love God. Yeah. It's so voluntary you have no idea. We're in Accra. We had a conference. And after the conference, we are going to Johannesburg. Can it, people can say, we want to go with you. We are going to buy our own ticket. We are buying our own ticket. We are coming to Johannesburg to help with the conference. One lady was just coming to set up table, mark up with her own money. It's just a table. I just want to be there. Because I love God. And I love God's work. And I consider this is having a great impact on the church. Love. It's not that you have to, how many people are coming? Okay, uh, those who have money, those who have no money, can we get somebody to finance somebody? Why do you need to finance you? Look at the wig on your head. Why do you need to be financed? I'm not talking about you. You guys are. Well, I mean, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the whole church is here. You know, sometimes you know, sometimes you look at the person's wig on their head. And you still want to be sponsored? Can you pay for my child? Pay for your child. It's, it's a reflection of your heart. It's actually a reflection of your heart. The Bible said that the Bible said that where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be. So your heart always follows your treasure. Your heart always follows your treasure. So if the work of God is your treasure, your heart will follow. Hallelujah. The fact that your heart does not follow the work of God. It's a seller. It's not your treasure. Because the things that are your treasure, the, the, the things that are your, 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 your it's a seller, your heart is not there. Where your treasure is. That's where your heart will be. Hallelujah. So the, 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 the fact that, the fact that, your, your, your invest your time your treasure is here it's not your heart is here hallelujah yeah it's a, it's a heart thing I'm really talking to us about our heart our heart our heart our, it's our heart with God or our heart is with other things yeah it's our heart with God or with other things. Yeah. It's more important. Amen.
So it's a hard thing. Hallelujah. Number two, it demonstrates your faithfulness. Luke 16, 10 to 12. Luke 16, verses 10 to 12. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore ye have not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who, sh who shall give you your own? A lot of us want to be in charge. You want to have your own. But have you been faithful with another man's? Hallelujah. You see, you see, I'm talking up. You see, I'm talking to Christians. See, your, your care, your care for the church, the work of God, even though you are not a pastor, demonstrates your faithfulness. But if you are the type of person, unless you are the one in charge, you don't care. I'm pushing. It's like you only care if it's you are the one in charge. But if it's somebody else, you are not interested. He doesn't in, if you are not in another man's who shall, that's why you will never get your own. Demonstrate faithfulness. It demonstrates faithfulness. The little work that is done to you, do you do it faithfully? See, that faithfulness in, okay, follow up this person. You follow this person faithfully. Go for this outreach. You do it faithfully. Have a sign meeting. You do it faithfully. Even though you are not the one seen on stage, it demonstrates faithfulness. And, and that's what God, the quality God is looking for you in a Christian. For when he sees that, then he says, now you are ready for your own. If you demonstrate that, then you are ready for your own. Hallelujah. It's a sign of faithfulness. And let me tell you something. God rewards faithfulness. God rewards faithfulness. Hallelujah. One of the interesting things in Jobek As soon as we got to Jobek at a meeting, this was, it was mainly pastor's meeting. Instead of introducing ourselves, you know, mention your name. Then I mentioned my name, Dr. Nosh. He said, hey, are you Dr. Nosh? <laughs> Almost everybody in Jobek has said my name. So wow, we waited to meet the doctor Nosh. We waited to meet the doctor Nosh. Wow. I said, really? Because you know, it's like faithful. In fact, at the point I was a celebrity, everyone wanted to take a picture with me. Everybody in Jobek. I'm telling you, everybody wanted to take a picture with me in Jobek. So we have heard your names from the beginning of the church. 
Daddy always mentions your name. Oh, yeah, I see. They were, they were just amazed that there's actually a, a person to that name. But some, some, one, 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 one guy came to tell me that, look, in Lighthouse or QFC, they are must, they are, there's must watch, they are Macanay movies, like Rambo and uh, Jurassic Park. He said they are, they are Macanay movies. And then he said, and then they are must know, and they are Macanay personalities. And one, the Macanay personalities, Dr. No, she must know. <laughs> To the point that as I was taking the pictures, at the point I was very tired. Then I saw on the corner on the other side, somebody said, You are taking a picture of Dr. Nosh. And I was standing here. And people were taking pictures on the other side. And they said they are taking a picture with me. Not doing there's a guy in Jobe who looks like me. Who now is I love them. Huh? He was just making, he, he just, he looked like me. He, actually, he was standing in the corner and taking pictures. With, <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> I just laughed. I said, very interesting. You know? But what I'm trying to say is that it's a reflection of faithfulness. Hallelujah. When you are faithful, what's what another man? God will give you your own. Amen. Amen. See, don't be zealous only because, don't be zealous or active only when it is your name is, is on top. So long as your name is removed, that is why that is why I find it, personally find it very difficult that when pastors are in charge of branches, they go for with but when they come to another branch, they say they can't come. I find it very, very strange that a pastor, when, the, when, you, when, we, when we send pastors to go and be head pastor of a branch, they do all night, they go for weekday meetings, but when we send them to another branch to assist, you don't see them again. You know, it's a, it, shows, it shows that you are not faithful. You are only faithful when you are in charge. You are not faithful. And if you are not faithful in another man's business, who shall give your own? Seriously. Hallelujah. I, I didn't find Lighthouse. But because I have been faithful with Bishop, and I've been around. Everywhere. My name is known everywhere. People pick me for a ride. Can you come to, some people are even happy just to take me to their house. They take a picture of me. And I'm talking about good cars. Good, nice, beautiful cars that I'm sitting inside. Yeah. To the point that someone was actually impersonating me. And he was. That is such a No. Just be faithful. Hallelujah. Faithful and another man's business. I give you your own. Amen. Yeah. Look, if we really, really, really are concerned for God's work, we are concerned about souls, 
we will learn to sacrifice. Hallelujah. Let's move from the era whereby this, this may, not, may not even apply to you. I mean, because you, you are different. But let's move from the era whereby anything you do for God, you must be paid. Do you understand? Let's move from that era. I mean, this probably is not applicable to your, this church. But in some other places. And sometimes you wonder, why do you want to be paid to play drums? I mean, drums. Like, after Joel has come to play drum, how much will I pay you tonight? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> he said, nothing. Can you imagine? And there are some churches. They pay the drummer. Just to drum. Yes. Yes, that's what I heard. That's some people are professional. So they have contracts with churches. They play for this church in the morning. I mean, come on. Come on. Play, to play for drum for churches to be paid. Where is the love of God? Did Jesus Christ charge you for your salvation? You see, so, so, sometimes, you see, so, so what is driving us is not the love of God, but the love of silver. And he that loves silver will never be satisfied. The moment you start paying people, they will ask for pay increase. If we start paying Joel for playing the drum, <laughs> next month you say rep, last <laughs> He doesn't pay rent. You tell her he's sneakers. <laughs> yeah. I hear me. But the conference that we had, Danny Paul, it was for lay pastors. And Lighthouse is 90% lay. 90% lay. Just in case you don't know, only 10% are full time. And the full time people, they are, not, they are there not for money, but because of their hearts. We don't, like, like Bishop always says, full-time is not paycheck. If full-time is paycheck, then I employ the first full-time person in Lighthouse. Listen to the message, you hear my name. The first person that the church ever paid, his name was Baba, I employed him. <laughs> so if you think full-time is money, then I, I employ the first full-timer. I employed him, Baba. When we build the Kodesh, we need security. He was the first person to be on the pay, payroll of the church. So if full time is being paid, then I regretted him. <laughs> Hallelujah. But sometimes you, you, you see how the gospel is handicapped. Because everybody wants to be paid for every little thing. I mean, drums. I mean, what? Singing. You sing one song, you got to be paid. Hey. I once told someone that, look, even me, the pastor, they don't pay me, so this is your conclo, conclo, I once told somebody, I said, look, even me, they don't pay me. So this is your to be paid for getting annoying in this church. Nah. It's a labor of love. Tell your neighbor, it's a labor of love. Tell your neighbor, it's a labor of love. Yes. Love must drive you. Voluntary. See, and when you do that, the Bible says God is not unrighteous. 
Are you hearing me? God is not unrighteous. When you do that, ironically, see, when you do that, God remembers. And I tell you, when God blesses you, no man can shut you down. When God says you are promoted, oh yeah, no man. No man. When God lifts you up. And, 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 and he says, God is not unrighteous. God does not forget. God does not forget people who labor from, from out of their heart. God doesn't forget at all. I mean, the pastor may forget, fine, but God does not forget. And I would rather the pastor forget and God remembers. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because if the pastor remembers, all that he will say is thank you. But I need more than thank you. I need more than thank you. Hallelujah. I prefer, I'll prefer a blessing any day over thank you. Yeah. I'll prefer a blessing any day over thank you. Thank you. Two letters, that's it? No, I'll take a blessing any day. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. God is not unrighteous. Hallelujah. He's not unrighteous. To forget your labor of love. Amen. Yeah. It's a happen. See, any man. Any man. Any man. See, I, 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 my duty as a pastor is to recommend something to you. But at the end of the day, you must do it voluntarily. Hallelujah. I can say, oh, Eugene, I want you to do this. It's a recommendation. It's not by, you have to do it voluntarily. Amen. And as you do it voluntarily, then God knows that, look, this guy is laboring out of love. Hallelujah. That's why he doesn't forget. Because you see, if I recommend something for you and you do it because of me, the day I'm not there, you show up. I'm preaching here. If you do it because of me, the day I'm not there, you know, shop. And, and, and plus, how long is my life anyway? What can I do for you anyway? Hallelujah. It's time we wake up and serve God. Hallelujah. Let's work for him well. Amen. Yeah. And you know what? If you really, really labor out of love, you see, or maybe as you even mature, you see, as, as you mature, I'm talking to church workers, Christians, disciples, you see, as you mature in God and love God more, you don't really care what they, you don't really mind what they tell you to do. Is it as you mature? You see, sometimes, sometimes your immature. <coughs> sometimes, oh, I just want to do this. I don't want to do this. It's also a sign of your immaturity. But when you mature, you find that look, any any work in the house, I'm available. Yeah, it's also a sign that you have you have matured as a Christian. Hallelujah. So because as you mature, it's okay. From today, don't sing. Go and do the chairs at the back. That's it. 
But because you are not mature, say, from today, don't sing, go and do this. They, say, hey, they don't like me in the choir. I know Felicia. Felicia, Auntie Felicia has never liked me. That's why you are so reverent to take me out. <laughs> they have not mature. They have their favorites. Even from day one. I knew, I knew that she never really liked me. I'm not surprised that she has told Reverend to take me out of the choir. Now they say I should go and do Kaile to clean the toilet. That's what I'm doing now. <laughs> no. John 21, 18 to 19. John 21, 18 to 19. This was Jesus Christ talking to Peter. He said, very, very, I say unto thee, when thou was young, when you were a kid, when you were younger, thou gettest thyself, you get yourself, and walkest whither thou would be. When you were young, you put on your clothes and you go where you want to go. When thou was young, when you were young, when you were a baby Christian, you do what you want to do. And when you want to do it, But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch off thy hands, and another shall get thee, and carry thee with thee with, with that thou would not. When you are young, you do what you want to do. But as you mature and as you grow, somebody else will not direct you. So, so your so for your ability to be directed, instructed, do this, do this, change this, do this. It's a sign of your maturity. But when every time they instruct you or they change you, you freak out, you are young. Every time they say change, you are not mature. When you mature in Christ, you will become like a servant. Wherever you want to lead me, I will go. Yeah. So if you see people who get moody and throw tantrums, because Reverend said from today, don't do this again, do this. You're young. When you mature, somebody will direct you. And he was talking about this. And kind of weather down. So sometimes you don't even want to go, but because of maturity, you just follow. And you follow gladly. I mean, left you alone, you will not want to do this. But because you are mature, I hear me. So your your your, your obedience. See, this is another. Point. So here's obedience. Your, your obedience is a reflection of your maturity. The more you mature, the more you become obedient. And I was like, obedience is better than sacrifice. When people are more, when people are mature, they are more obedient. So when you hear people say that, well, look, I'm not a child. I'm not a child. You cannot tell me what to do. You, the father, I cannot tell you what to do if you're a child. <laughs> Rather, that statement reveals how childish you are. You are preaching. Look, I'm not a child. You can't tell me what to do. That actually reveals you're a child. Because when you are mature, you'll be told what to do. And you'll do it gladly. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 
One year was, oh, I'm not a child. I'm not a kid. You can't tell me what to do. No, no. You're a kid. Because if you are mature, you will tell you what to do. And you will do it, even though you don't want to do it. He says, but when thou art, I'm sure, when thou, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall get thee, and carry thee without thou would not. Maybe give me another, a modern version, maybe like New American. So they can, there's too much thee and thou, so they don't understand it. Just give me a modern version so that we all can understand it. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to get yourself and walk wherever you wish. But when you grow old, you stretch out your hands and someone else will guide you and bring you where you do not wish to go. <coughs> I, I understand what I'm saying. Like, left to you alone, you wouldn't want to do this. Left to you alone. I mean, all things being call you as a person. But because of maturity, do you understand what I'm saying? Left to you alone, I wouldn't like to uh, come for this meeting. I will not sing this. I will not come for this rehearsal. I'm not doing it. I'm not left me alone. I mean, I've got, I have other circumstances that are making it difficult for me to do. So, left me alone. I will not. I have other reasons why I cannot visit this person. Why I can't? You see, left me alone. I cannot. You see, left you alone. You have no. It's like I cannot pray at two a.m. because I have to wake up early. But let's left you alone. But as you mature, you know that look, even though it left me, I don't want to do it. It is important. The Spirit is leading me. I have to put away my wishes and my preferences and obey the Holy Spirit. Amen. Are you hearing me? Let's go. Let me alone. I can preach. Let me Reverend, he came, he, he, he came up with a very fiery message. Let me alone. I'll come again and give you nice greetings. But left me alone, I will have come and said tonight, oh, you're all looking nice. I can give you nice greetings and all be happy. Left me alone. But that's not what the Spirit is saying. The Spirit is saying, I'll tell them to wake up. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So I'm not preaching what will make you happy. Are you hearing me? I'm preaching what you need. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Hallelujah. If any man wants to come after me, he must deny himself. People are working for God actively with their whole hearts. And you know what? You know what? You know what? Somehow God is also blessing them because God is not unrighteous. But you are holding your letter. And it's still going down. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. Hallelujah. If any man wants to come after me, he must deny himself. Take up his cross. Let's go back to the days of follow-up. Outreach. The day of using your own money to go and visit somebody and bring the person to church without a reverend asking you that, have you gone to visit this person? Are you hearing me? The day of waking up Saturday, no, nobody has declared a fast in the church, but you have woken up and said, I'm praying. Without anybody declaring a fast, you have woken up, look, I need to pray. Hallelujah. I am fasting on my own and I'm praying. And I'm not praying for my uncle to die. I'm praying for souls to be saved. 
you see, you see, you see, because a lot of your fasting is about yourself. It is only when you have lost your job or your something like that, then you be, you declare a fast for yourself. But when, 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 when have you been concerned about God's people, God's church, that you have declared a fast? Well, let me declare a fast and pray for the church. A fast and pray for God, pastor. Like fast to win for souls. But every fast is about yourself. You know? It's time you wake up. Amen. If any man wants to come after me, let him, not let somebody, let him. It is voluntary. It is only voluntary. And a good, a good volunteer is someone who volunteers out of his heart. You can never be a good volunteer if you don't do it out of your heart. If you, are not done out of, if you don't do it out of your heart, that's not volunteer. That's compulsion. Somebody's forcing you. Once it's voluntary, you do it out of your heart. May we rise up and be true sons. I said, may we rise up and be true sons and daughters. May our, may our labor be born out of love. And God is not unrighteous. He will always remember you. Stand up to your feet. Take up your cross And follow Jesus Take up your cross Every day Don't be ashamed To say that you know him Count the cost Take up your cross And follow him Take up your cross Take up your cross And follow Jesus Take up your cross every day. Don't be ashamed to say that you know him. Count the cost, take up your cross and follow him. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for your spirit and your presence. Father, tonight it's my prayer. Let our labor be out of love. Let our labor not be out of compulsion. Let our labor not be out of necessity. But, but, but Father, out of love. For you said, if you are willing and obedient, willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. May our obedience be willing. Let nothing be done out of compulsion and of necessity. Even for the things that we will not naturally like to do, let maturity cause us to do it voluntarily. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray for this remnant. Give them a voluntary heart. Let them work with their heart. And God, you will never forget their labor of love. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You want to bring your first, anybody paying their first and best tonight? Take up your cross and follow Jesus. Take up your cross 
every day Oh, don't be ashamed To say that you know Father, we thank you for me As he comes to honor you with his first numbers Bless him Honor him Father Give him a heart That labors out of love A heart that does not labor out of compulsion But out of love And Lord the Bible says you are not unrighteous. Bless him. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.